E3 is fast approaching, Pokemon continues to kill it, and you asked for it, Cuphead's coming to a car. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 76 of Diggity Podcast. I'm Jeff James. As always with me is the incredible inventor of the hot dog warmer. Luscious Brody Faults. <laughs> We're back to the inventor thing. I went back right, to the, have right. you ever seen the hot dog warmer? Yeah. Have you ever seen the hot dog warmer? Yeah. I have been to a gas station a few times in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Those things are deadly. What's also deadly Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube username is Diggity. It's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast right now for the first time ever, for the first time in forever, uh, hit the little subscribe button. Um, when you do that, it gives you a push notification of when a new episode is coming up. So whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, wherever, hit the little subscribe button. Uh, and with that... Let's just jump right into upcoming games. Hit us, dude. All right. So on June 6th, Hell Let Loose is coming to PC. Hue is coming to Switch, which I'm pretty sure is a mobile game. I'm pretty sure I've played it on mobile. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, MotoGP19 is coming to PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. On June 7th, The League of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 2 is coming to PS4. Octopath Traveler is coming to the PC. And on June 11th, Battle Worlds Kronos is coming to Switch. Nice. Uh, Hugh um, was a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PS Vita, and Windows title. May also be on mobile. I don't know, but that's what this is bringing up. Ha! Huh. I, I must be thinking of a different game. Yeah, it's interesting. With a similar name. Damn. Uh, as we talk, fucking Craig texts us, makes her phone go off during the yeah. recording. Thanks a lot, Craig. I pulled an amateur Pleasure. move and I had it up on the table too. Oh, on my I desk. have my fucking watch right next to the mic, so oh. I'm sure that buzzed too. So it's whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, Cuphead making his is, entrance. Yes, damn it, Craig. Uh, Cuphead is apparently coming to Tesla. Uh, I don't know why, but this is a thing. Uh, Elon Musk has recently been tweeting about how they have been working on uh, a way to port the game engine. Which is made in Unity, or sorry, which is Unity, uh, to Tesla's and Cuphead is the first game from this engine to be revealed. Uh, Cuphead, uh, we've got working, Musk said in classic Musk, non English fashion. Uh, the developers have been helping us make it work. It's a cool game, it's insanely difficult, and it's uh, sadistically difficult. It's a twisted plot, it's dark, it looks like some cute little Disney thing, and you're like, this plot is very dark. <laughs> <laughs> this guy makes fucking rockets, bro. <laughs> like what? Uh, like what? Oh, oh God. Uh, the game will play through the built-in dashboard screens and will be coming to uh, Model 3s, uh, the Model S, and the Model X. I wonder if it's going to come to the truck, too. They announced the truck. Uh, and will require Is that the a... Y model? God, I don't know what they called it, but... Cause they threw shade at Ford. Supposedly, like, or with the Y model in there, it spells out sexy. But he had to change the E to a, a 3 because there was some sort of a copyright thing or something going on there to where he couldn't oh, have sexy. my God. I shit you not. Illuminati. It's right there. <laughs> um, apparently, to play these games, it's going to require a weird uh, wired 
USB controller to ensure the cleanest input to maintain the tight controls the game requires. Uh, the team at Tesla alongside MDHR, the developers of Cuphead, are aiming for a late summer release date. And currently a collection of Atari games are available for Tesla vehicles, including Asteroids and Lunar Lander. What do you think about this? Like with the, I mean, on the front screen, I get like being on the on a back screen of his seat because they already, they already kind of do that. Yeah. In some um, cars, very poorly, but, you know, they're like kind of shitty mobile games. I assume it's going to be one of those things where it's locked to when you're parked. Honestly, I, 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 Ford does a lot of that already, like just trying to use their main screen and things. You have to be in park or to even change the color on your dashboard or whatever. Oh, my God, I know. You, you have, have to, to be, be in park. Fucking it's like, or come dead on. Stop. Um. So I assume that's what they're going to do. Otherwise, it's a huge lawsuit just waiting to happen. Um, but I think it's just kind of like a publicity thing. Oh, I'm they sure do weird it is. things. I, I mean, it's working. Fuck, we're talking about it. Right. Yeah. Damn Here it. we are talking about Damn Tesla it. and talking about Cuphead. What? No publicity is bad publicity. No. Uh, but no, I think it's cool. Um, I don't know if it was necessarily needed, but it's here. Um, <laughs> are you we've kidding been playing me? We've been playing this Cuphead. This is groundbreaking. Quite a bit. Yeah, completely groundbreaking. And we've been playing quite a bit of Cuphead. And it's it's tough, man. That game is hard. And I can't even imagine trying to play it on the screen in your car. In your fucking and car. And having to use some wire controller. And then, and then being pissed off at not only the game, but also people around you because they're walking by looking at you while you're playing video games in your car instead of going inside and playing on your... TV, but hey, whatever. Well, you know what this means, right? It means I have to convince. I also Janelle don't know a Tesla. Tesla. So. <laughs> yeah, it means I need to convince Janelle that we need a Tesla. There you go. And then we're gonna do a let's play from a Tesla. <laughs> from from a t- coming to you live from a Tesla. <laughs> Jesus. Oh shit. Uh, so the Pokemon Company had a uh, pretty impressive fiscal year. So according to the Japanese government's official gazette, the Pokemon company saw an increase in net profit of around 50% to $124 million for the fiscal year that ended on February 28th. Uh, this is the second highest net profit that the company has ever had. Uh, revenue is undisclosed at this time and will probably remain that way, which... Not That's really a okay. big shocker there. I mean, this is, we got we found this out they had a net profit of one hundred twenty four million dollars. <laughs> so I'm assuming the yeah. revenue is absurd. I can only imagine. Uh, it is also worth noting that this is not including the Pokemon centers, which are completely a, a separate entity, but they're also owned by the Pokemon Company, but separate. Probably legally a different company yeah. under this umbrella. Yeah. Um, this number is fully expected to improve over the next fiscal year. Uh, the next year will contain the new generation game, which is also the first ever console mainline game for Pokemon. Oh, and God. it also will have any revenue made from Detective Pikachu, which seems to be did doing the, well. Oh, I think did Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't really. it like up there with like Avengers for a little bit? Um maybe for a little bit. I think it died down quicker than Avengers did, but No, for sure. Uh yeah, it it did very well for them and I'm sure they're going to make a shitload of money off of it. Um and this is also going to possibly include the new mobile game that DNA that we've talked about before and other services such as Pokémon Sleep and Pokémon Home depending on when they launch next year. 
because those are both uh, 2020 launch, I believe. So, Pokemon Takeover, man. Pokemon Takeover. It's fucking everywhere, man. Rhyme City is going to be a real wild. thing before you know it. I Maybe they can feel it in Gary, my Indiana. I vote for Gary, Indiana to be re, uh, rejigged <laughs> as Rhyme City. We'll just demolish it and put Rhyme City there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apple is apparently adding support for Xbox One and PS4 controllers. So Apple's announced the plan to start supporting the two flagship controllers for both Apple TV and other devices that run on iOS 13, such as the iPhone. For those who don't know, iOS 13 comes out in a couple of months after they announce the next iPhone. And this all this happened at their worldwide developer conference just a couple of days ago. Uh, the support for these controllers is planned to launch alongside Apple Arcade or slightly prior to the launch of their new service, which Apple Arcade, I believe they were stating probably summerish. I think they said late summer. Late um, summer? Okay. They got a lot of shit going. They got like the Apple Card and all that kind of stuff. It's wild. Yeah. Um, right now, previously to this, I mean, if you wanted to get a controller, you had to use like third-party weird uh, kind of cheap-feeling Bluetooth controllers that worked with it. Yeah. Um, and it was not so bueno. Uh, this is awesome. Obviously, Apple Arcade is going to turn into a big time streaming service. I think they're just starting out real small with what they're comfortable with. I mean, that's what yeah. Apple generally does, right? Mobile apps on the big screen. And then we'll see some uh, bigger shit come into the land of streaming, I would assume. But App this is good news. Apple is very much more uh, reserved in the way Baby they steps, approach man. it. Yeah. I mean, whereas you got companies like Google who are like, oh, YouTube gaming. Okay. No, no, no more YouTube gaming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like this, which works. Sometimes yeah, it works. App, Apple kind of takes more like a baby steps and just kind of gets it out there. And I, honestly, perfect, the, the I way they approach it is very smart. Um, but yeah, I'm oh, also yeah. I, and that's coming from somebody that doesn't have anything Apple related at all. <laughs> I, I, I'm not right, an yeah. Apple fan, but I mean, from a business perspective, Oh, it's fucking it's genius. In, it's ingenious, I mean, yeah. Literally let other people do the software, work through the kinks, see what people hate, and then make the perfect version of it. Right. So this is cool. And I actually did see something today where the PlayStation Stream or whatever their app is that they have. No, it works with the iPad now? Yeah, it, it yes. now, um, yeah, you can now use a PlayStation controller on that app, which is cool. So almost immediately after. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so Rainbow Six Siege 2 is probably not going to be a real thing. Uh, Ubisoft Montreal has not been shy about their plans to continue supporting Siege for quite some time. Uh, some comments from the company have even said that they plan on adding content until they've hit like 100 playable characters or something crazy. What are we at now? I have no clue. There's a lot, though. I don't I'll do the I, research while you look this up. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, in an interview with the Daily Star, Rainbow Six director Alexandre Remy stated, We don't want a sequel whatsoever. We don't want to segregate our community between the different platforms. In an ideal world tomorrow, we'd love players from every platform to be able to play together. We are approaching next gen with the same spirit. Uh, he continued to say the strength of any multiplayer game is the size of its community. So I do believe that we will have to make every effort possible that when next gen comes in, they are treated as a high end PC versus another PC. And then he also mentioned that uh, 
the way they plan on migrating everyone over to um, to the new consoles is either through backwards compatibility or a small fee to actually make that migration and take your account on and the game to the next generation. Um, mm. But they still have not made a decision on that, and it's still kind of in the works. So, uh, Great news for Rainbow Six Siege players. Um, I've tried playing it. I can't get into it. I really, really would like to because it's a lot of things that I like in a multiplayer game, but I just, for whatever reason, it doesn't grab There's my attention. There's some fucking trolling. There's, There's a lot trolling. of trolling. A whole lot of trolling. And I don't know. It, it's just, I like it. I think it's a fantastic game, but I don't think it's something I can consistently play. And actually, I know I can't consistently play it because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. There it is. <laughs> Uh, there's 46 playable characters, by Is the way, there really? in the game. Yeah, and 46. it's been out for three years, four years. Shit, it's been out for a while. Three Sorry. years, something like that. More research for you. Oh god. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I think what they're gonna do is let's see over there. 2015. Holy shit. So four years. Damn. Yeah. Are coming up um, on it at least. Anyways, yeah, I think for this, I, I think the game just does really well for them still, and there's no reason to come up with a second one, and they, they're right, they have a great community, they have a massive community that still plays it, so keep it moving, and then I'm sure when it starts to slow down, they go, okay, cool, time to make number two. Yeah, it kind of puts the ball in other games' court, like Overwatch, um, It'll be interesting to see what Overwatch does, if they'll continue to expand upon the game that they have, or if they're going to do a sequel, or and what a, a sequel to a game like that even really looks like. Um, yeah. Or if, you know, they're going to continue to add things like, hey, now we're going to put in a story mode, or we're going to do more of the, the PvE, like player versus environment um, events, but they're going to be there all the time, and it's going to be like a new game mode, or what that looks like. So it'll be interesting because there's a lot of games right now that are, uh, they're they're almost like a games as service, but not quite. They're just very popular multiplayer games that have been there, and it almost just doesn't make sense to make a sequel. Um, Which is wild. It I is. Mean, imagine like the, I mean that really only kind of happened with this with this generation. I yeah. mean, you go back one generation. You imagine sitting there saying like, yeah, they'll never make a number two. Why? Well, because this game can never end. Right. Like there's no reason that it has to end. And, and we've seen things like that with, you know, MMOs and some other sure, online yeah. games, but it's it's really not a common thing for like a shooter. For a shooter. I mean, usually mm -hmm. there's there's a new iteration every year, like Call of Duty, or a new iteration every so often, like two or three years like Battlefield. I mean it, it it's it's very much a new kind of landscape for gaming and i think we're going to see a lot of things like this kind of start cropping up as i mean oh for the, sure the step in graphics from here going forward are going to be 10 times harder than where we've come already almost uh to an extent because they, i think it's just going to take a lot of time to make graphics much better than what we are what we are at now and I, mm -hmm. I I watched either a video or listened to something about that uh, not too long ago, and it basically just saying like, there's a huge gap in what's next for us as gamers, and as far as the actual quality of the games. So it it just makes sense to maintain the games that we have, especially if there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, Rainbow Six 
Siege isn't showing its age. Overwatch isn't showing its age. I mean, all these games mm-hmm. still hold up to today's standards four years later or whatever. And I think right. it'll be interesting to see how we move forward in gaming from here. Yeah, and they also, I mean, the biggest thing too is the revenue models change too, right? I mean, like, yeah. you go back to last generation, you know, a Black Ops 2 comes out or whatever, and like, that's it, it's out, and then it's done after a while beyond like some DLC. Right. Now it's cool, we have a community. Just keep feeding them. Here's a, and here's a battle pass and well, guns locked thing, right? you could make loot a, boxes. <laughs> right. I mean, you could make a Rainbow Six Siege 2, and it might be shit. Yeah. And there goes your entire community. There goes your entire mass amount of people that are willing to spend money, let's say, every quarter on like little, like a dollar here and a dollar there. That shit adds up. Oh, yeah. Big time. Hell, yeah. Cool, man. You want to go on with the uh, Days of Play sale stuff? Yeah, uh, so Sony's Days of Play uh, is going on, I believe it starts, oh, hey, it's in our notes. <laughs> it's a, uh, a a big kind of celebration of sorts that PlayStation does every year. Um, so th- this will go live on June 7th and ends June 11th. And uh, basically they do a bunch of big sales and they give out... Um, some free themes for PlayStation and some other things that they kind of, or they have like a special themed console and all sorts of things. But um, all of these items are going to be available for purchase on Amazon or Walmart. Um, So the first one that we have here is the PlayStation 4 one terabyte slim days of play limited edition steel black for $299 and 99 (laughs) cents. And that's, that's its normal retail value. This is just the first intro of the of the steel black days of play limited edition steel black right holy shit holy shit uh the and then uh another deal that we have here is playstation 4 pro one terabyte gaming console for 349.99 which is originally uh 400 looks like uh 12 month playstation plus subscription for 39.99 which is originally thir- or 59.99 sorry uh playstation dualshock 4 wireless controllers for 39.99 each originally 60 dollars uh playstation vr bundles from 249.99 uh triver saves the universe or five nights trevor F- my bad Tri- that's my <laughs> i was like what the that's fuck's a fucking triver? typo <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna roll with it uh or friday or five nights at freddy's vr uh, in addition to these hardware deals, many top-notch games are on sale, as well as including Spider-Man and God of War for $39.99 each. Yeah. God of War is like 20 bucks already. Is it really? Yeah. That's what it had on their days of play. Huh. Had 39 bucks. Interesting. For their so shit. So if you'd like to had... pay more for God of War than what it I... is currently retailing I... for. <laughs> I guess... It said thirty nine ninety nine next to it, and then the um, that's weird. there's some like there's some uh, like classic titles uh-huh. on sale, and they're like they range anywhere from like fifteen bucks to like twenty and stuff like that. But they're also supposed to just do like surprise ones. Gotcha. So, uh, so yeah, on that note, uh, surprise announcement sales will also pop up during the campaign of the sale. So keep a lookout, and we will let you know on our episodes and probably on Instagram as this is all going down, but it is a very, very busy week for us. So we will do our best. Yeah. 
And uh, if that's not the price for God of War, my fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stadia will host its first Stadia Connect, apparently, on June 6th. So uh, just a little bit before everybody hits the stage at E3, which is pretty fucking bold. Yeah, look honestly. at the balls I on Stadia. I don't know if I... I don't know. I those were my plums. I wouldn't be feeling it, man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. You're awfully confident. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how uh, it pans out. Google, uh, which is the owner of Stadia, is hinting that uh, new titles are being shown for the platform as well as some surprises are also in store, uh, possibly exclusives. We don't know. Um, I mean, basically, you know, it was just a quick tweet and a quick update to it. So my thing is basically what the hell do you think they're going to announce? Besides, I'm all, I guess some ports, obviously, and, well, not, I mean, it's not ports, it's just a fucking PC version of the, not to port, is it, is it a port, is it not? I don't know. What the fuck is it? The way I look at this is, if you're going to announce this, basically, what, three days before E3 starts, if you're going to walk in and set your giant balls on the table, you better have something to back it up. Because Remember if you this, come this in is a and dong fight. you're like, oh, this we have all these fight. indie games that nobody's ever heard of and they all look like shit. Okay, cool. So now you just made an ass out of yourself a few days before the biggest gaming conference of the year. Right. Um. So, I mean, I hope they come with something good, but I don't expect anything. I really don't. Um, yeah, this is a big dick competition at this point. Yeah. Um, and, uh, here's my question. I just realized this as we're talking YouTube gaming shutdown. Didn't in the fucking keynote, this is supposed to integrate with YouTube gaming yes. or am I fucking wrong? Yes. Great. Fantastic. So we've already lost the one leg of, the, of that. One of the features that was probably was the like most 80% stand, yeah, of it the, was the most standout thing of the entire thing. Is not an option anymore. <laughs> It'll probably still sync up with YouTube, I would think. But yeah, the right, actual yeah. YouTube gaming aspect of it, not so much. It's gone. Yeah. Um, I think for this, we're going to see uh, some... Is there anybody else on the 6th, like, software-wise, that's showing off it now? No, the first one is well, the EA thing on the 8th, I believe. That's right, on the Saturday. Um. I mean, I guess we're obviously. I would expect to see some more Ubisoft stuff, um, but I think it's gonna be like older games. Like I would I suspect to see some like Unravel and shit like that. Um, it, it's or so... like weird, obscure shit. Maybe Steep. Maybe a sports game and stuff like that from Ubisoft. And then, like you said, some exclusive indies or something. I don't know. The, Just fucking weird, bro. The timing is odd because for Ubisoft has their own conference at E3 and they're one of the big backers for Stadia. I mean the the Assassin's Creed Odyssey was almost basically their their game that they're advertising everything with, right? So it, oh, yeah. it just seems weird the time I, I I don't know, maybe they have some big fucking crazy announcement, but well, I just don't I'm sure know. it's a give back. I'm sure it's a piggyback where it's going to be yeah. Stadia announces a shit. And then Ubisoft shows off more of it at E3. Yeah, but running on Ubisoft Stadia will still probably have a few like kind of big announcements and almost oh sure I, not yeah. really shockers because Ubisoft it really isn't good at shocking anyone. <laughs> hey, there's a rumor there's going to be a roller derby game. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a real fucking that, thing. That it it is a very real thing, and I don't you, know how to uh, feel about it. <laughs> are you down for that thing? Because I'm Dude, not. If if they can make it. Arcadey like enough gang? to where it would or be gang fun. Beast, sorry. Yeah, or or um, 
Fusion Frenzy from back in the mm-hmm. day, like it, where it's an arcadey but still fun. Yeah, maybe. But if they try to make it like a serious roller derby, your name's Buzz and you are in the roller derby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, and they try uh. to make it like this, like dramatic story or something. Nah, fuck all that. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. Maybe we can I don't know, maybe we can take a look at the the connect and maybe do some sort of react video on it, watch it together or something or figure something out yeah. on that. I don't know how long it's gonna be, but I, I am just either. as confused in the world of video games now as ever, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Between Apple, whatever Xbox is gonna do, whatever PlayStation's doing, fucking people are putting games on everything. It's in fucking cars now. Yeah, it's 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 really bizarre. I, Biggest bonehead weird. move, though, ever is doing that keynote with YouTube Gaming. Like, they had to have fucking known, dude. You would think. You can't I mean, tell I, me I don't that know someone literally fucking pulled the plug on this thing. Like, just just ran, woke up in the morning, had a meeting. Guys, we're just going to shut her down. Like, it, I mean, it's got to be something where <laughs> they, it's migrated and they shit, They probably dude. pulled the plug because old fucking Steve was walking through the server room, tripped over the cord, and unplugged that some bitch, and then they're like, nah, <laughs> we're not plugging it back in. <laughs> old man Steve. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. Uh, so rumors are flying around on Twitter, as always with E3, but uh, basically everybody's speculating what is coming to the Xbox E3 conference. Uh, one man named Brad Sims on Twitter, has a very good sense of what is going to be shown at the E3 Xbox press conference. And he uh, took to Twitter to write, Halo Infinite gameplay at E3 2019, next generation game, and that is in quotes, uh, to be demoed with a PC with an Xbox controller, and they will also have three new Microsoft IPs to be announced. Also, xCloud to be shown or to be the focus of the show, sorry. Uh, and the next thing he said is, it does best Google's previously announced 10.7 TFS, which uh, he's referring... Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's referring to xCloud and that... Um, so, yeah. Stadia. Yeah. Shit um, on Stadia already. Expect a lot of xCloud. Expect some Halo. Um the three new Microsoft IPs, that's interesting because we've already heard there's 14 Microsoft IPs. But maybe they're not new. They're, like yeah, maybe, they maybe could be three means something brand we already new. know about, right? Uh, I'm hearing Fable rumors. Yeah, I've been hearing those as well. They're, I'm pretty stoked. Right now, it's not even worth covering rumors because it's just, it's just mass chaos. It's it, going to be for a new Connect. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on a Connect. Fantastic. Yes. yes. Thank uh, God. You can also play VHSs through your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, your Xbox will now me, remind you. Yeah, your Xbox will now remind you to drink water while you're gaming. I have rum and coke, but thanks. <laughs> sure, full hydration. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how, how much of this is true. Obviously, they're going to show the new the new Halo. These, this is pretty uh, safe pretty conservative I feel like bats. all of this is very safe and the internet like lost their shit over it though it was kind of weird there was a um there was a article that this i think this individual wrote as well and it goes a little bit more in depth to everything but basically i mean as stated in the tweet xcloud is just going to be king on this yeah 
So, which is no surprise. I mean, you're going to want people to download this on every device that they have so that you continue to make more money and sell Game Pass. Exactly. And it's a no-brainer. I don't think anybody... I, to me, like I, I fully expected xCloud to be a big focus of this deal. It's going to be xCloud and Game Pass going hand-in-hand. Hand, and that the, I think that's what a lot of this is going to be for Xbox at E3. But, I mean, hey... I also think Gears is going to be there. Ooh! <laughs> oh, shit. Holy shit. <laughs> Even though it's already been announced yeah. on Twitter it's that like, it's going to be there, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, from his blog, I didn't put in the show notes, but from his blog, I picked out some stuff where basically uh, he thinks that they're going to go into some technicalities of it, but not too much. So, like, the yeah. solid-state drives, the Navi graphics, the Zen 2 you know, backwards compatibility, all that kind of shit with AMD. Um, those and this is for the the next gen Xbox, not X Cloud. Yeah, at this point. yeah, and uh, how the new consoles will be able to take existing Xbox One X games and enhance the graphics and gameplay experience already, like step those up, but only from the One X. Um, they he thinks they're going to go through some menu stuff, possibly show some very early on UI and UX just probably through the trailer videos of like someone using it the problem with that is i mean look at any console release it's always fucking different on release dude like look at the the wii u oh my god yeah totally different compared to what it was um but it's it is kind of interesting uh he expects uh titles like gears of war 5 which is codenamed halifax it's made in vancouver which is kind of weird because that's all the way on the other side of canada which is Nova Scotia, um, but whatever. Um, so that Gears 5 will have a strong presence. No brainer there. Uh, and he expects that we'll see items like new DLC for State of Decay 2, Forza Horizon 4, Expansion Number 2, and the Halo Infinite trailer and gameplay, Age of Empires info. Fable details may be tossed in as well, but just lightly. And it looks like there'll be the three new IPs that he had said. Huh. So we'll have to see. It'll be... It'll be... Uh, It'll be something. It's I don't know. Be they renamed, something. They renamed the. Um, I don't know if you saw today, but they they named they renamed the app on on the phones. So Did it's they? no longer the X. It's the Xbox Companion app. So like console companion app. So clearly this is is. I would assume it's a step towards the next Xbox. Um, to where it's. I don't know if it's changed yet on Android or whatever, but that's what they're changing it to. Um, and. Uh, It'll be called... Uh, Mine's just Xbox still. It sorry. not have X- updated. My apologies. The mobile app will change to that as well, but right now, currently, the Xbox PC app will be changing to the ah, Xbox gotcha, console gotcha, companion, gotcha. clearing the way for the new app to arrive in the very new future. <laughs> yeah. Um, I We, we kind of talked about that, um, I think, or maybe I read about it and I didn't talk about it. I'm not sure. They run together sometimes. <laughs> now, one really weird, uh, as he says, oddball thing uh, that people are hearing um, is, if it will be discussed, is the Master Chief Collection for the PC. Apparently, the game is already off to a rough start uh, as the original public timeline to start testing has come and gone, obviously. And it may be a couple more months, apparently, mm. until we see possibly a beta. Ooh. That's not so good. So they're saying timelines keep moving back. Um, so it, it's it's interesting. 
Um, um, I would have thought that it would have taken this long. I'm somehow not surprised by that, considering how long and how rocky the the launch of MCC on Xbox was. So, yeah, that sucks. But I'm I'm not really shocked, unfortunately. Right. So we'll we'll have to see what that goes to. Um, and uh, apparently, also there are questions still around if Microsoft will have a separate SKU. For only Game Pass on the PC, and according to a French register or French registered trademarks, it looks like that will be the case. As Microsoft has claimed the name for copyright protection, but they could also be doing this to simply protect themselves legally and not la- launch a standalone SKU. I doubt that it's probably to be standalone. I would assume. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think there will be a bundle option, but yeah, it'll probably be a standalone thing. But people are saying this could be about a four times performance gain. Really. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A lot of shit's starting to fly right now. But, I mean, you can't really trust fucking anything. Yeah, especially like around it's... E3. I mean, the rumors that happen around E3 are just fucking crazy. Oh, it's nuts. And then it comes out, and you're like, oh. Oh, <laughs> okay. none of that was true. Mm. Yeah. Um, Guys, before we wrap it up here for a short episode here, before, obviously, we're going to get into some longer episodes here in the next couple Um basically we are doing a ton of streaming for e3 on sunday uh and we'll be doing a lot of content on monday and tuesday as well so sunday we're going live uh starting at 3 30 p.m eastern which will be about a half hour before the xbox e3 conference and you can watch the xbox e3 conference with us live starting at 3 30 p.m uh, and then we'll go off the air for a little bit after that uh, for a quick pizza break, and then we'll be back at uh, 7.30 uh, p.m. Eastern uh, right before the Bethesda E3 conference starts at 8 Eastern, um, and we'll watch that through as well, and you can stream that live on Sunday. Um, on Monday, uh, Ubisoft uh, will be having their conference. Uh, we will not be live, but we'll have a video go up with reactions later in the evening for you guys to take a look at, and at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, live uh, a half hour before the Square Enix conference. We will be live uh, and we can stream before the Square Enix conference starts at like 9 p.m. Eastern. Super fucking late. Good Lord, Square Enix. Uh, and on Tuesday, we'll have reaction videos going up in the evening. Unfortunately, we will not be live on the Tuesday for Nintendo, um, but that's okay. We'll have reactions for it and also uh, Wednesday's episode, next Wednesday's episode is going to be a fucking long one, dude. Yeah. Like prepare. Buckle in. <laughs> it's Buckle gonna be in. a long drive. Yes. And then I, I imagine Friday's show will be kind of some reminiscent things from or it's just some remaining things from E three that we didn't yeah. cover in the Probably stuff show. we wanted to see. Yeah, and then just kind of a, a reflection video of of E three kind of looking back and looking back uh, fucking four days ago uh, <laughs> but <laughs> looking, looking back on it and things that we would have wanted to see or things that we're excited that we saw just kind of a recap of e3 as well on the friday show i would imagine so because uh, e3 is going to rule that week and there's really not going to be a whole lot else happening so <laughs> yes so uh look t- look forward to that guys uh if you haven't already that'll all be on through youtube and then also actually on Twitch, we'll double stream. Um, but uh, for YouTube, uh, you can find us. YouTube username is Diggity. That's the same on Twitch. 
and uh, subscribe over there so you get notification when we go live. And this show takes time and effort to create. If you want to support us, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. And you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Get access to a ton of audiobook titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity and get a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial on us. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with all the E3 news at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube, like I said previously. Diggity is there. Uh, you can find me on Xbox One. My Xbox Gamer Tag is Maple Jeff. Brody? My Xbox gamer tag is Luscious Brody, and my PlayStation PSN name is Wolverine's cousin. Don't you forget it. Uh, guys, leave us a review uh, for the podcast. It helps us a ton. Gets us noticed a little bit more on those platforms, and your comments are always appreciated as it provides us feedback so we can get better each and every single week. Until next time, guys, we will see you for the Friday show in anticipation of all things 